up, East Chai? Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 26 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 26 starts out with Sharpay singing, You Want the World, Nothing Less. Well, I guess it's both of them singing, but, you know. <laughs> but it's Sharpay singing. It's Sharpay. And ends with Sharpay holding boy while they sing A Little Bit Is Never Enough. We're in this song now. Yes, of all the minutes, of all the songs from this trilogy of movies, this is one of them. We made that joke recently. <laughs> I remember editing uh, I, it recently. I truly don't think it could be said enough. This is a minute of High School Musical. <laughs> I like the turn it takes, though. So, yes. Yeah, so we get the tail end of the Ryan and Sharpay in the cafeteria looking over the, the crowd of rotating table dancers, which honestly, they didn't for as much work as they probably had to do to like get all those tables to spin and have all those dancers out. There's maybe like eight seconds of that shot. Yeah. yeah. I, and we've said this before in this movie, but I appreciate how much even kind of the throwaway shots or the, the minimally seen shots, they're elaborate. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, like it's still on location. Yeah. And they just had the tables there and they had all the dancers And if it's not that robust of a thing, they maybe only had to work on it for a little bit of time. But yes, it is it is good detailed work. And the the marquee in the background definitely is a good payoff. Um, So but yeah, they're just they're just kind of finishing the first chorus here. And Ryan has become convinced because (laughs) Sharpay asks him again, can't you see it? And he says, yeah. Well, well, this is this is slightly after she says the fame and the fortune and more, and the the crowd of people starts applauding him, and he goes, "Oh, thank you." Yeah, yeah, and definitely. then descends down the table. Yeah, he gets convinced once the crowd turns to him in support. It's not just the Sharpay show. You gotta have your star on the door, which I mean, that is like a power play, but like you can put a star on the door anywhere, like. But you want the world, nothing less. That's a step up. They want to become global superstars. Yes. Their names in lights at Carnegie Hall. Which is a kind of a big deal. Yeah, I feel like Carnegie Hall doesn't have like the clout um, like long running shows at it though. That's like a that's like a one night only at Carnegie Hall thing. Like But like if you think of the folks that have that in their repertoire, like it's a big deal. Yeah, I'm, but like all different sorts of people have played at Carnegie Hall. It's not just like Broadway performers. No, but they are very Broadway focused. So, but, but like if that were the case, it would be like, oh, they had like a long running show on Broadway and then they like filmed, then like they decided that they were going to film it, but they filmed like a special version at Carnegie Hall, like with the orchestra on stage and like calf choreography or <laughs> like that's the sort of thing that, that, that goes on at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't see it as from their perspective as high schoolers living in New Mexico. It kind of <laughs> it's tracks. a good it's a good line in the song. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're not saying I want to perform at the Richard Rogers Theater. Yeah, yeah, for ten years, <laughs> like that just isn't as catchy as your name in lights at Carnegie Hall. Weren't we recently at the Booth Theater? We were, yeah. Which is wild that on Broadway there's. <laughs> 
It's a not named that after Boo's like brother, though. the brother of the guy who killed Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and it's just like a little secret for like I, I feel like most generally knowledgeable theater goers that like look at the name of theater would go like Booth. Oh, I bet that's the same guy. But it does feel like a little hidden token of information <laughs> just for the people in the know. Yeah, I mean, all the naming conventions of Broadway, I often don't know who they're referring to. I mean, I've seen a, many shows on Broadway at this point. And Unless you're at the James Earl Jones Theater. Yeah, I'm like, that one I know. But like, <laughs> I do not know who Richard Rogers is. And I've seen Hamilton. It's not Rogers and Hammerstein. That's a different guy. I would assume. I don't know. I have no idea. That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> um. But yeah, so they're singing the song and then it's sort of, you know, she says, can you see it? He says, yeah. And then Sharpay says, they're going to love me. And then Ryan goes, mm, and she goes, Cuffs. I mean us. And then he's convinced. Yeah. And so then an- another little bit of that character conflict, which is fine. Yeah. And then we go into a breakdown. Kind of. Um, I would say it's kind of just another verse. The thing we go into is a whole fantasy sequence. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, visually, everything changes. The The song is just kind of... The, the problem is that the song is this kind of amorphous blob of, like, sometimes having a meter, sometimes having a rhyme scheme, but, like, it's kind of just them talk singing, as we've said, so... See, where I think this is more of a breakdown is because it has that musically, like, the the the... like the music slows down a little and it like create there's like a metronome almost in the background like it's like i know it's it's still basically the same thing she goes red carpet rose bouquets crowd waiting backstage it's not we didn't start the fire tyler (laughs) (laughs) red carpet rose bouquets crowd waiting backstage i'm with her don't stop me i'm not the paparazzi we didn't start the fire um I, or I mean, maybe, like, as they continue into this fantasy sequence, it's more of the breakdown, because, like, the uh, Times Square Jet Setter sequels pay better. That feels like a breakdown. I, It's not a breakdown, because it's not, like, the bridge of the song. It's, like, usually you have to, like, establish what the song is before you break it down. They've okay. done one verse and one chorus. Fine. Be like if Taylor Swift did the rap part of Shake It Off after the first chorus. <laughs> I don't really know the song, so who's to say she doesn't? <laughs> you know the rap part of Shake It Off. I know the rap part, but I don't know in the order. I Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the roadmap of the song. No. Fair enough, but you could say pretty confidently that it does not happen within the first minute and 30 seconds of the song. How long is the song, though? Like, that's a thing. Shake It Off? At least three minutes. I'm not an expert. Okay. So Sharpay and Ryan, in this fantasy sequence, they walk down a set of stairs to screaming hordes and cameras flashing. It is very reminiscent. And I actually did go back into High School Musical 2 to see if they're part of Summertime, if that was the same staircase. It is not, but I think it's definitely meant to be similar And so if people are forgetting, there's a part in this song and in High School Musical 2 during the summertime song where we sort of get this pretty wide angle on the school and the the stairs are descending on the right. And then we get this sort of hallway kind of spanning the span of the screen. 
um, from left to right in the sort of front middle and the stairways in the uh, back right-hand side of the screen. And you get this sort of shot where they come down the stairs and then they walk across the screen. And like just architecturally and structurally, like it, it very much rings a bell for me who saw High School Musical 2 once to mm-hmm. be like, oh, that that set dressing looks familiar. Obviously, they've done it up. The stairs have like a solid white. Yeah, it's not the same staircase just based on location. I, I went back and watched that that bit of summertime again and they're just contained in hallways like they're leaving a stairwell to more hallway they're not in the cafeteria but it's like it's it possible it's the same set but they just like put a bunch of stuff on top of it no because they the way they walk down like that big it's bigger it's bigger like we yeah, ha- and we space. also see the murals in the background that we see in status quo like of the wildcat and stuff in this this fantasy sequence is definitely on like a stage set like well it's it's in the status quo it's the same area as stick to the status quo was but this this fantasy sequence yeah yeah right now yeah is a new set it's on a it's on its soundstage presumably or i don't think so i think this is still in the cafeteria because we see in the background we see the wildcat mural that we saw from stick to the status quo and we see the tiered like steps the same way we do in stick to the status quo i think they've just dolled it up a lot okay so we're still not complete fantasy at this point but we're getting there so my original question about like, is it the same? They just like put stuff on top of it. Of stick to is the more status likely. quo, not summertime. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, so they are all dressed up in like super fancy clothes and makeup, and yeah. Sharpay especially, she's got like a. Is this like a Marilyn Monroe look? Right. It's it's a Marilyn like Monroe the hair and makeup slash Lady Gaga look. I mean, what is Lady Gaga doing that's not a ripoff of Marilyn Monroe? Fair, but I think for a more modern young audience, they're going to see it as Lady Gaga, not Marilyn Monroe. And was, also her hair length being that like long curl. Marilyn Monroe had a, was famous for her shorter haircut. Okay, so the haircut is maybe more akin to Gaga, but the, but the dress, dress and the posing and like the that she's choosing, yeah. Um, cause she does the little squat from seven year itch when she's like posing for one of the paparazzi shots in this. Yeah. She doesn't, she's not standing above a, a subway grate though. No. So we don't get the, the poofing. And then Ryan's got this sort of like black suit, shiny black pants and suit jacket with the largest pink cravat anyone has ever <laughs> seen. It's more of a scarf. I guess it is. It's big, yeah. It's huge. It's bigger. It's better. It's better. Well, bigger's not always better, Condra. Uh, according to this song, it is. <laughs> Don't you know that bigger is better and better is bigger? Sometimes, but sometimes, you know, like a phone, like technology, usually we're trying to make things smaller and more compact. A little bit is never enough. Well, sometimes it is. Not according to this song, Tyler. You got to get in the mindset of this song. Well, I'm I'm objecting to Sharpay here, okay? I think that she has a flawed outlook on life. You object to her pink carpet and people standing in the background shaking large photo boards. Yeah, there's like a there's like it's like a step and repeat style like logo board thing 
except there's like six different people holding like fragmented versions of it. Yeah. Which is like kind of a cool idea, but I don't think it like necessarily, it's only briefly really seen on screen anyway. And then we cut to cut to a different angle. Yeah. More importantly, we get this sort of like extended fantasy where Garpay and Ryan have security who are being played by Jason and Zeke, Zeke and Jason. And then like behind the, the rope curtain, the, the, Curtain rope, that what that's ropes. called? Yeah, behind the like security ropes is Troy wearing, wearing a like a Sharpay fan shirt, and then he like catches a rose that she throws or something, or maybe he just has the rose. I wasn't clear on that one because she says rose bouquets, and then she has a rose, and then she like throws it she out throws to the crowd, it. and he yeah. catches it. Yeah, and Troy catches it. Yeah, you're right. And then he like s- smells it lovingly and. Eventually, he jumps over the rope to try to get a selfie with her. And she's commenting, photographs, fan club, give the people what they love. Yeah, and he's taking a selfie like with his flip phone camera, like old fashioned, but he is doing it to the side. So it does look like a modern day selfie. It really does. With the way he poses with it. I thought it was like a a point and shoot he was holding, not his flip phone. It looked like a flip phone to me. Hard to say, I guess. Yeah. But so, yeah, part of the fantasy is back back around to, oh, Troy Bolton is in love with me and obsessed with me. But now I'm too good for him, Mm -hmm. which is weird because it seems like the Sharpay and Troy stuff has kind of fallen to the wayside. Yeah, it's very weird. It comes back at the most unexpected of times. And we were just commenting like last week. We're like, oh, she seems to be over him like. Like, I get the the shorthand of, like, oh, she, in this fantasy, like, the boy character in the movie is playing an opposite role. And it's, like, a fun little acting scenario oh my gosh, for them to do. Zac Efron does a great job, too. He is, as Jason is pulling him away, he's like, see, I love you. And he's pointing at this, tat, like, heart tattoo he's got on his bicep, <laughs> which is just hilarious. We did skip over, though, another one of Ryan's not total f- like involvement in this fantasy. He has to convince the bodyguards that he is not paparazzi and he is actually part of the Sharpay show. And yeah, I'm with her. Don't stop me. I'm not the paparazzi. We didn't start the fire. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, reminiscent for for you and me who are who are versed in in this particular film, reminiscent of that thing you do. Yeah, where the the wonders try to get into a car, but. Liv Tyler's character almost gets left behind. Her boyfriend, Jimmy, does not notice. But Guy, the drummer and ad hoc protagonist of the movie, does notice and rescues Faye and gets her in the car Mm -hmm. before a bunch of screaming fans climb on top of the car and Lenny makes an inappropriate joke. Yep. Classic Lenny. Uh, But that's that thing you do. Uh, Surely the, like, friend or associate gets confused for paparazzi as, like, a cliche in movies, but it, I, don't, I don't feel like it's happened that often. No, I yeah, I'm like trying to think of. It's usually like the you let the fame get to your head and forgot about your real friends yeah. type thing, but it's usually not like executed in that like little way. I'm trying to, yeah. I mean, as someone who sometimes has to hold back, so or like is expected <laughs> to recognize a celebrity, I'm more often gonna be like, "Who are you?" Am I supposed to be letting you in here? And they're like, I'm performing tonight. I'll be like, oh, 
I didn't know. I don't know what you look like. Like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, because unless your name's on the on the bill or you're like your pictures on the the glowing lights, like. See, you say that, and then I still stopped a Beach Boy from trying to enter. (laughs) Yeah, but was it Mike Love or was it just one of the random guys? I think it was Mike Love, to be honest. (laughs) Well, honestly, he deserves that that check. (laughs) Um. Anyways. They, Sharpay comments on Ryan being excited about things now, like, they're fi- he's finally pumped up enough, and... Now you're excited. Yeah. I like it. Let's do it, then. Yeah, they start walk like, they've done a walk across, and now they're gonna come forward and do, like, another... It's almost like they're doing a switchback. <laughs> like, they're queuing. Times Square, Jet Setter, sequels pay better. New York Today... Tomorrow, the world. Sharpay makes like money fingers when she talks about sequels pay better. And I'm like, is this a fun dig at the HSM universe? I mean, surely they've made more money for this movie than the first one. I'm Maybe sure- the second one, they like that the one that came out in theaters, like surely some of them had a, a gross deal. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe D- Disney excels at cheating people out of their money. That's like one of the main things they're good at. Absolutely. Which might be part of the reason why Zac Efron does not look back at these things so fondly because like maybe he was like really cheated over in addition to like having to deal with like the childhood stardom Mm -hmm. and like the sort of embarrassing thing of having to be associated with High School Musical, which is probably what most people would suggest is the reason why he tries to distance himself from it. But it might just be like a painful, like, I I really anchored this movie and then didn't get what I deserved for payment from it. Yeah. Or maybe he still has feelings for Vanessa Hudgens and it's just so hurt. True. True. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe things ended badly. <laughs> we don't know. Um. New York today, tomorrow the world. It's a cute line, the way they say it in sync. Yeah, and they have a giant beach ball like globe. Like inflatable, yeah. And Sharpay points Which that doesn't at, make sense, but who cares? <laughs> Sharpay points at what could potentially be New York and then does like a really bad bump, like she was playing volleyball to like knock it up. And then unfortunately we go to a wide shot where we see the beach ball kind of sadly flop just behind the crowd like it's a kind of a sad shot i didn't even notice it so it didn't it didn't i didn't see how weak of a hit it was but i believe you (laughs) yeah well it's just kind of weird too that it goes to a wide shot when we've been at mostly mediums this whole time and then just like we kind of see it like it's kind of empty (laughs) other than the parts that they're focused around which is what got me so Ryan says sold out shows. Sharpay says think bigger. And then he goes for the Oscar goes to. Which is. And she says that's better. Which is weird because they've always just talked about Broadway and not movies. Well, I feel like the Tonys are implied if they're if they're going to be New York today, tomorrow, the world like the Tonys are a very localized achievement. But like she told him to think bigger and he thought bigger. I guess, but it's just a weird, weird way to go bigger. I bought it. The question is, is it is it an Oscar nomination for like an adaptation of a musical or is it? Who knows? 
But Ryan and Sharpay <laughs> both win because we do. Ryan gets an envelope that he unfolds and reveals to the camera. And it does say Ryan and Sharpay. Oh, I did not see that that gag at all. Yeah. I yeah. thought I thought that the I thought they like had the envelope and then you saw it for a second and then it was gone. But no, it's there. Okay. Yeah, Zeke hands it to him as he's like, and the Oscar goes to him, and then he unfolds it and like Is this something you had to like pause to see or No. All right. I guess I was just looking at Sharpay. And hold getting boy as the prize. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the dog boy returns to the to the franchise. And you were asking about him too, if he was going to come back yeah, was, outside of picture form. Yeah, I was just curious as to if boy would was, make his triumphant return. Was still What's the alive. dog's real name? Because it's it's Kenny Ortega's dog. It's Kenny Ortega's dog. It's Manny, Buddy, Manly. So Manly? the dog's name is Manly. Okay. From what I'm seeing from Getty Images. I don't remember okay. if we said that in the past, but... We definitely knew what its name was before. Yeah, but Manly just sounds not right, but it definitely Manly, is. Manly doesn't sound right. I mean, Manly Ortega has an IMDb page. Okay. For High School Musical 1 and 2, so... Oh, Little Pickles. It's Manly Little Pickles Ortega. That's his full name, so I think maybe we thought it was Pickles. Okay, this is all, it's all very complicated now. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, the dog boy, r- reminder to the audience, it is spelled B-O-I. Of course. Because it is that era. Yeah. I also, just to go back a second, I was thinking with Troy reacting to Sharpay getting more successful, it almost reminded me of Skater Boy, which is possibly also because <laughs> I was thinking of Boy the dog, because they're spelled <laughs> so the true. same way. But, like, that concept of, like, oh, I'm better than you now, how wonderful, like. Back, back when you turned me down, you thought you were too good for me, but now I'm huge, and now you're not good enough for me. Exactly. Which, I, I don't know, I feel like we've litigated Skater Boy on this podcast before. We have talked about recently <laughs> because of weddings, so. Well, we talked about if it was a good wedding song which is a completely different topic of like the overall message of the song, which is classist, which is all I will say. And we can move on. Yeah. All right. Um, Anything else for this song? I mean, it's about to start back up on the chorus. The one thing I do like that I know we kind of said, but I do like that Sharpay holds boy like it's a trophy, like boy is the Oscar. (laughs) Or I think you just have to hold a dog in a certain way. Yeah, but boy, especially such a tiny little dog. Yeah. But yeah, we get the bigger is better and better is bigger. A little bit is never enough. Enough. And then we're just about to just go back into the chorus, but that's for the next minute. We've got a segment to do. Cue the music. And Condor's going to present me with... A decom. A decom, a decom, a Disney Channel original movie? Indeed. Well, yes. Or is it a Disney Channel premiere film? It's a Disney Channel premiere film. Which means it came out in the 80s or 90s. Yep. Those of you who are forgetful. Which hopefully we haven't done before because I don't remember. That's okay. Hit me with it, Condra. What is it? Spot marks the X. I don't think we've done this. All right. Spot mark. I would remember this. It is from 1986 that stars 
Mike the dog, Barrett Oliver, and Natalie Gregory. Barrett Oliver is from The NeverEnding Story and Frank and Weenie, the live-action version. And Natalie Gregory is from the 1985 Alice in Wonderland, that weird one with Ringo and Sammy Davis Jr. Okay, so here's what... So the kid from NeverEnding Story... I thought NeverEnding Story was, like, shot in Germany. Like... It is. But they got, like, an American kid to be in it. I guess. It's got, like, a German well, I don't kid think he's one of the main... I don't think he's, like, a main kid. He's, he's not, not the main kid? No, he is... He just happens to have been in The NeverEnding Story. I've only seen The NeverEnding Story one time, like when I was six years Same. old. And it was scarring, obviously. So, Spot Marks the X. Spot Marks the X. So, obviously, it's a dog movie. I knew it was a dog movie before you said that Mike the Dog was in it, just to be clear. Okay. So, everyone can give me my, my, my tally mark points, how clever Tyler is. Um, so, I mean, I mean, it seems pretty like it's a, like it's a dog comedy. It's probably like an evil oil baron situation. Like, uh, like a young, a young boy and his dog stumble on, uh, some sort of <laughs> treasure trove or secret cave or like financial wonder. And then the dog somehow has access, like, through, like, smell, memory, knows where it is, but the boy either gets taken or doesn't get taken, but doesn't remember where the stuff is, so they have to, like, follow the dog back to where the treasure is, but, like, they're they're trying to outrun the, the evil corporate guys who are trying to get there first, and hijinks ensue. I mean, what more? I, like... Seems like a movie. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty standard dog movie, and we're talking about the 80s here, so yeah. Um, no, obviously. Well, is it a pirate movie? Is it's it a pirate dog? It's not a pirate movie. It is a dog was working as part of a criminal gang, and then the dog then befriends a boy as tries to uncover the stolen goods. So, okay, so I was, like, halfway there, but it's more of, like, an Air Bud setup where the dog, like, escapes the evil owner. Yeah, yeah. So the we meet the dog whose name is originally Capone and then gets changed to wow. Astro by the kid. So, so it's not even Spot? <laughs> no. Lazy movie? So I guess it'd be lazy if they just called it Spot. So there's this big bank heist and these three guys are driving away in their getaway car and they pull over into a park to bury the money that they've stolen. And one of the guys gets apprehended and the dog runs away and eventually gets put into a shelter. Not long after, the dog breaks out of the shelter and finds this boy hanging outside with his best friend. That's uh, Barrett Oliver and Natalie Gregory. Do they find the money early and then have to like keep it from the criminals or is the... The movie no. about finding the money. From what I'm gathering from the synopsis is it's they're finding the money. and Or they find part of the money, or, like, early on. And then it becomes, okay, where did the rest of it go? And is it, like, a race with the other criminals? A like, race with the police. Oh, okay. Slash other criminals. So, yeah, it's this, like, there's a lot of hijinks. There's, like, dog chasing squirrels kind of stuff. Um, they try and do some... They, the kids go to the local public library to do research on microfilm about the bank robbery. 
because they don't really <laughs> remember anything about it. So here's here's the here's the big question: Is there an Airbud esque scene where the original owner of the dog, like one of the criminals, tries to like tempt the dog to come to him and be like, "You remember me, Capone?" But the but the the dog is now too loyal to the the young boy, and so I that like seals the deal. I don't see that happening. I am seeing the dog catcher recaptures the dog because it got taken away, and then the kid has to go into like, how do I regain the dog? So oh, it's like, more- that's my dog. Like, yeah. do you have any proof? Okay, that's that's a version of that. Like, yeah, last minute the dog catcher swoops in, and that's like. The hanging thread that's that you d- thought was taken care of, but was actually going to be the the little thing that gets you in the end. That's interesting yeah, enough. And part of the issue too is the dog like kind of was trained to commit crimes, and the <laughs> kids have to um that, what crimes like pickpocketing, distraction, that kind of stuff. And oh, that's cute, little little pickpocket dog. So the end of it is like. Oh, they think the dog is about to go do a crime again, but instead he's stopping a crime and like is dubbed a hero. So wow, <laughs> justice dog. What what kind of dog is it? That's what we didn't get. Um, it's not on the poster. I don't actually the the Wikipedia page does not have the poster on it. So it is. It's like a is it like a beagle or like a? It's border collie adjacent. I like this poster. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell from the picture Condor's showing me because it's blurry on the computer screen. Yeah, there's it's a like, go- but it's like um, it's like bigger size. Like it's bigger, like a husky with like the pointy ears. But it's not a husky husky. It's more like a yeah collie or something. It's got like black and white fur. Yeah, I like or is it some, ye- some, more some yellow? of the posters have like a mug shot of the dog where it's like a forward facing <laughs> and side facing. Wow, so timely. <laughs> so yeah. It's it's a dog movie, but it's it's a crime fighting movie. I mean, as I basically well. figured it out from yeah. the Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean title. you got dog. I don't know if I would have thought dog right away kind of thing, but it definitely like when I clicked on it, I was like, I don't think we've done this one and I was like, Oh, it's a dog. That movie is all title in the best possible way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um All right. And Tyler, unfortunately we will never know much more about it because it's not on Disney Plus. That's sad. What? What is did, did happening Mike the in dog that movie? Get canceled? Yeah, I'm like dying to know now. I'm like, did I just pull a movie that I should not have? I mean, I'm sure we can find it. Oh, I'm sure. Definitely at a VHS release. So, <laughs> just got to get a VHS player. You know, my receiver for my record player has like slots for a VHS, a CD. Whoa. Like if I if I if I really went back and like bought a VHS, I could hook it up to the speakers. I just wouldn't be able to hook it up to a TV. That would be the, that would be the issue. Yeah, yeah. My uh, the library just has recently got donated a couple VCRs, and then we have to go buy another VCR for our digital conversion stuff that we have. We're like creating the ability to for folks to convert their VHSs and. Wow, they're wild machines. I forgot how wonky they were. And then the VHS DVD players are like also pretty wild. So, but anyway, are there any VHSs of the high school musical movies or are those all solid? I think those would have all been DVD. I mean, 2006, 7, and then 8. That that feels almost solely DVD. 
Maybe the first one, like... It would have been a small, very small VHS release, like... Yeah. We're, we're going to come back around to VHS as being the nostalgic thing. VCRs are going to make a comeback. God. Just like, just like vinyl. God help us. The problem with a VHS <laughs> versus a vinyl is... Is that it doesn't have the fidelity. Yeah. What? The fidelity, like the like it doesn't last... Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, it doesn't conserve the, the fidelity of the recording. Well, not, not only that, but just like in general, it its deterioration it rate it is much yeah. faster. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Until next time, you can follow us on social media. On Instagram, we are at Amateur Nerds, or on Tumblr, we're at Wildcat Minute. Send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Let us know if you have any VHSs at home. Yeah. What do you got? Top Gun, Adam's Family. Nightmare Before Christmas. Beetlejuice. I'm trying to think of like the classic VHSs. A Nightmare, I feel like, was for... And the Rug, the Rugrats movie. Well, those are the ones that we had. I'm trying to think of like the overall like classic things like, that people owned. The Nickelodeon VHSs were iconic. Oh, like the clamshells. Clamshell orange. orange tape. Yeah. Special yes. thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out if this fantasy sequence continues. You can bet on it. <laughs>